0: Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello,
1: kiddies. This is y'all's duly, John Casir, the voice of The
0: Cryptkeeper, Keeper. And you're listening to Slasher Radio. <laughs>
2: Welcome to Slasher Radio. We're full of shit today. Uh it's, I do. It's your boy Bones with Cat and Rob, as always, ladies and gentlemen. How are you? Sup? So? I'm all right. You're, you're on your second glass of wine. You're doing pretty good. It sounds like.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah, I'm feeling good.
2: <laughs> what,
1: what are the odds, Cat doesn't make it through this
3: show?
2: I, I, I do not want to be stuck alone with you, Rob. Please, Cat, slow <laughs> it down for the love of Christ. All right. Slow
3: it down a little.
2: Just a schmidge, just a schmidge. Uh, guys, we are back, and I have a couple of things I want to get to before we start anything. Okay. Well, before I even get to that, last week we talked uh, an American werewolf in London, and mm-hmm. um, you know, we I I like how we will go from like complete polar fucking opposites of things. And it's like obviously the movie that we're doing this week is different in damn near every fucking way. Yeah, and I just wanted to I wanted to kudos us for that. I mean, we would we're probably gonna be doing fucking Santa Jaws sooner than later. Yes. <laughs> so I mean the, the the diversity that we show is really impressive.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, it's all horror,
0: right?
3: But um, I'm allowed to pick. Except movies for maybe again. we'll except, be doing like French horror movies. So. Except for
1: maybe this week's episode. Maybe this one's not horror.
3: I was, I, I'm glad I, I know we said we weren't going to talk about it just yet. my only complaint about our today's movie is that it's not horror. And yeah. I, I didn't realize that the first time I watched it back in, I, I didn't watch it the year it came out, but like 2008, 2009. And I, I I'd had the same experience this week where it was like, it was good, but it's weird that we're talking about it on a horror podcast. I don't think so.
1: I, I think it's, I think it's close enough.
3: It's for horror adjacent. Talk about,
1: yeah, it's very much horror adjacent. It's true crime.
2: Well, I think think we can talk about it. I had never seen this movie before I watched it uh, this week for this episode. And Kat, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm sure we're going to be getting into it, you know, a little more later on. But I would just like to point out and let the record show that that is all Rob's fault. No, I
1: (laughs) I did not pick this movie. You did.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, but you did not. But you kind of were the reason that I picked it. Because two weeks in a row, I got to listen to this horror life and you're going on about fucking Zodiac. And I'm like, damn, man, you know, all right, shit. Rob's talking about it. Yeah. But let's fucking go. I told Ghost she needs to watch it because she loves true crime. And this is
1: a great true crime movie. That's all. <sighs> I mean, I guess, but this is, this is somewhat your
2: fault. All right. I mean, that's fine. I'll own it. This is a great fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, you might not be happy with me soon, sir. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Guys, I wanted to bring up two, two things, just real quick. One of them has nothing to do with anything. The other one has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but it has to do with this show.
1: Perfect slasher radio formula.
2: Beautiful, <laughs> right? Nailed it. There we go. Anti-formulaic is our thing. Hold on. I got to get us a little fucking mood music real quick. Okay. There we go. Oh, yeah. There we go. All right, I want to bring up two things because we're gonna have a little court of law here. Uh, I was playing with a friend of mine on Xbox, and he's younger; he's around eighteen, nineteen. And he had the nerve to say, and and it bothered me so much that I really just wanted to use our platform to bitch about it for the most part. He said that he was t- he was talking about gaming and this and that. And he said he misses old Nintendo games like the Wii. Oh, Oh,
3: no. Can you believe the balls?
1: Yeah, I mean, it'll make you
2: feel old. Right? Yeah. I mean, I said that. Like that. If I was in front of him, I'd have slapped the shit out of (laughs) him. Yeah i was like no. damn man the, the super nintendo no nintendo 64 game boy none of that the, the uh, ds genesis
1: but... the genesis man that was the system
2: well that was sega
1: yeah but but yeah. i mean i just yeah i don't know man like that's why i don't talk to young people anymore because they're dumb <sighs> that
3: one makes me feel old that like i don't <laughs> right
1: yeah.
2: oh my god that i i don't know why and again it has nothing to do with anything that just really
1: pissed me off Uh, That reminds me I told you that story About the the girl I worked with who was like 22 or something And she was talking to me about how much she liked Bates Motel And I said I think it's I think it's a good show but it's weird that it's a prequel To the movie yet they have like cell phones And stuff and she said there was a
0: movie Oh I
2: was
0: like
2: Are you kidding me (laughs) It's crazy how old we could feel man With simple shit like that like, I sat there and did a double time. I'm like, what? the Wii is old now? What the fuck? No. Yeah.
1: yeah. No. It's old. God damn it. Yeah. No.
2: <laughs> but all right.
1: I worked oh. with a girl, too, and we were at a, a show, uh-huh. and uh, the band was playing a song, and I didn't recognize it, and I was like, what is this song? And it, it turns out it was a cover. I can't remember what song they were playing, but it was a cover. And she's like, you don't remember? This is from your time.
2: Ooh.
1: My time, my time is now, motherfucker. Damn. <laughs> My time, damn. I gotta put me in my wheelchair and roll me up for dinner <laughs> at the old
2: folks' home. I guess. <laughs> damn. Man. It's just. It's sad. It really is sad, man. It really is. Like I'm getting the like, cat. You're not quite there yet, but shit like that'll bring you there. But man, I'm. I'm getting I to
3: feel the, it sometimes, though.
2: Right. And like, but I'm. I'm getting to that point where it's happening more and more often, and I'm just like, oh my god. It's. It's. It's brutal It sucks Um, Yeah I don't know But um The real reason For this Slasher radio Court of of law Right now And I'm looking at you Rob Mm Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure I was doing some editing For um Last week's episode At this point Okay Somebody farted It wasn't me (laughs) You see I don't I don't know I don't know It could have been me I don't know but I was listening mm-hmm. I, I heard I, I don't know if I heard a fart But it sounded like a fart
1: I, I'm gonna say this In all honesty, I don't remember farting During last week's episode mm-hmm. I'm
2: not gonna say <laughs> I
1: didn't though <laughs> Okay,
2: well At least Rob's honest about it I don't remember yeah. if it was me Yeah, I, mean,
1: I don't remember if I did or not
2: And I don't think it would be Kat Cat seems like a sophisticated woman I don't think she would just fucking crack a rat like that. Uh, I, I was,
3: like, completely ready to confess. I don't <laughs> I don't think it was me, but...
2: You're trying to take the blame for it?
3: But I, I don't know that it wasn't me. I also... <laughs> uh, last week was the first one where I was drinking, so...
2: <laughs> oh. No. We might have an answer. I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Yeah. I must I
1: I, I like this horror court thing, though. We should do this more often. Right? We
2: really should. Yeah. You will come into into play a lot with your If <laughs> we really took you to trial for some of your movie choices, Rob, oh my I God. Shit, dude, if
1: this became a segment, I think I would be the judge. Oh, God. Could I, I would be an awesome judge. I'd really, the
2: devil's advocate.
1: <laughs>
3: I'm really good at judging ah, people. Ah, ah,
2: that's a good one. That's a good one. I, I, don't, I don't want you to be the judge, because I'll fucking end up doing white. <laughs> no.
1: I, I'm just saying I'm excellent at judging people
2: But yeah I, I just wanted to bring that up I, I don't know I felt like it should be I had to have listened to that about 50 fucking times like, yeah. I was like whoa I was doing something and had it going on in my ear And I, I was like whoa What the fuck was that huh. I stopped everything I was doing Pulled it up looking at it, like, I, I pulled it back again and I played it again And I was like whoa Is that a fart Who was it
1: Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm not going to say it wasn't me, (laughs) but I'm not certain that it was either.
2: All right. Well, the fart will forever be a mystery then, I guess, because I don't remember it being me. I don't know. So, there goes that. Um, Yeah, so I I just had to get some stuff off my chest. All right. I feel better now. Yeah, I do. I really do. I feel like a, a weight is lifted.
3: Hard court. It needs to be a thing. It
2: yeah. really does. It really does. We'll just we'll just come up with some shit that we want to take to court every now and
1: then. Yeah, I'm alright with that.
2: But that Nintendo thing pissed me off. The Wii? Yeah,
1: that's why you can't talk to kids, man.
2: I know. I know. It's so bizarre. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, guys, are you ready to get into the news so that we can uh uh move forward and I could piss Rob off a little bit? Let's do it. I love the news. I love pissing you off. It's time to hump the news with
0: Rob Humphrey.
2: He's not a genius. All right. First up, uh, well, first of all, you can go to SlashRadio.com, check out all these articles and more, all our interviews, all that bullshit. Some more interviews may be coming soon. I don't know. We kind of discussed that before the bikes went off. And also go to 12NightsOfHorror.com, PromoteHorror.com, HorrorMovieStuff.com. They're a great source for all indie horror, uh, mainstream stuff, just shit in general. They, they have all kind of... Dude, it is, it, in all honesty, it is crazy how much like comics and shit, like Kat was talking a little bit about anime earlier and stuff, like, so much leaks into the horror community and it's really crazy.
1: Yeah. I don't like that stuff. I, I'm always mad when it does. <laughs> like Get your anime out of here. Oh, Bob. <laughs> I don't need that.
2: Kat, are you offended by that statement?
1: A little bit. Uh, Junji Ito is so good. Uh huh. So so good. I mean, I-, I was thinking the same thing just before you said it, but I was gonna say, get your anime out of here, except for Junji Ito. <laughs> that that dude is alright. I- <laughs>
3: I, I got burnt out on anime um which really annoys all my friends because I'm still friends with like a bunch they're listening and they're mad at me right now but uh <laughs> I'm still friends with a bunch of anime nerds and I they're all frustrated with me because I don't do it anymore except for like I it's really good when it's uh when it's horror based I'm all over the uh Asian horror
2: comics and it's limitless you know I, I'm personally not into anime personally but I can appreciate you know, its place in the horror community. But Kat, for you and for your anime friends, I got Rob. <laughs> there we go. This the on. first one. Alright.
1: Number one. I'll take one for the nerds.
2: Right. <laughs> oh, um, all right, so first up, AMC has picked up Fear the Walking Dead for season seven. I know Rob doesn't really want to give a shit mm. about Walking Dead. Kat, are you oh. a uh, Walking Deadite?
3: Uh, i read read the comics
2: ah that does not count
3: started the comics no um no i'll get around to it eventually maybe Uh, i haven't yet it's only been what like 20 30 years yes it's been on
2: forever i know but you know i i'm with you on on this aspect of it i don't like fear the walking dead i know I, I wasn't aware, I found out recently that actually I thought Fear of the Walking Dead was going to come and go But apparently, it's doing great
0: Yeah,
1: I didn't think anybody liked Fear of the Walking Dead I'm surprised it's even still on Me
2: too I, And I was, a, this coming from, I was a huge Walking Dead fan And I tried it, I was skeptical but somewhat excited And I put it on, I gave it three tries Didn't like it any of them So, I mean, but I guess it's out there And, you know, it, we have to kind of mention it, I guess I guess so. I guess so. Someone's excited. <laughs> right, so somewhere. somewhere. Somewhere, yeah. <laughs> Someone in a deep zombie hole somewhere is thrilled about that news, but, uh, I mean, good for them. It, it's kind of, it, it's crazy how, like, you know, Walking Dead was announced and it's going off the air and uh, after next season and all that, and it, it's just, I don't think it's ever going to be something that actually dies, because, I don't know, it just doesn't seem to be going away.
1: Yeah, because now, aren't they talking about doing a spin-off show or something? Two of them. And, um, at one point there was talk of a movie. I don't know where that stands.
2: Uh, yeah, there's supposed to be several TV movies.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not going anywhere. It makes them too much money.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, a lot of people shit on it, too, and it always pissed me off. It's like, oh, well, the ratings are dead for Walking Dead. It's like, dude, they, they set all these fucking records for TV ratings. Like... You're, nobody's going to sustain that forever. Yeah. Like, they just had f- uh, further to fall, is really all it was. But yeah. it's still. I, I I haven't caught up with. I watched the finale of last season, but I wasn't caught up. That was really all I watched, shamefully so, but. Yeah, it's still, it's still Walking Dead, man.
1: I watched the first season when it aired, and that was all I watched. I was out. God damn it. That yeah, was boring. Oh! <gasps>
2: Okay. <laughs> Damn it! Two already. Two already. Um. Yeah. So that that's kind of cool. But uh, I did also want to mention another piece of Walking Dead news this week, and this actually has me a little excited. Uh, AMC is hosting a Walking Dead holiday special, and it's going to be hosted by Chris Hardwick, who you know everybody who watches knows he hosts the Talking Dead, and uh, apparently December thirteenth. They're going to be all on video call and social distanced and all that shit. And, you know, they have cast members from the past and present and they're going to talk about the holidays of Walking Dead. What's well, better than that?
1: Alright. I mean, maybe it'll be as good as the Star Wars holiday special. You guys remember that? Oh. <laughs> oh That is legendarily oh, that's bad. That's one of
3: those, yeah, like, classically bad films. Yeah.
0: Oh.
1: Yeah, it is notorious for being awful.
2: That sucks. Yeah, that, that sounds bad. <laughs> no, just thinking of what it could have been. Oh, god. Yeah. Shame on whoever watched that. Which I'm guessing was you guys, so. Yeah. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Um, yeah. Uh, but that's kind of cool. I mean, I, I always like reunion and stuff like that. And they're, you know, the last season got interrupted. And it's like, you know, next season's getting pushed back and all this shit. So... Yeah, it's it's kind of cool that they're doing something.
1: Yeah, I guess it's going to be weird though. They're all going to be on like some weird Zoom call. You know, some guy's going to get all pixelated in the middle of talking and
2: it's going to, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I guess, but um I mean, Laura, uh, Lauren Cohen is going to be on there, Melissa McBride, Josh McDermott. Uh, I do not see Negan listed. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, which I mean, damn, that sucks.
1: Hmm. Uh, I don't know any of the characters or anything, so. Je- can't help you. wait a
2: minute. I know Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Morgan? I know the actor. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Rob, really? You don't know Jeffrey Dean Morgan?
1: Uh, the name's familiar, but I probably could put him out of the lineup.
2: Oh my god.
1: All right, I'll look him up. Hold on.
2: How do you not oh, yeah, know Megan, though?
1: Go ahead, I'll see if I know this dude. Oh
2: my god! Th- th- this maybe maybe I do. Maybe
1: I do. You I had just... to
2: have seen Negan.
1: I don't know who the hell Negan is, man. Maybe I have.
2: The dude with the bat, leather jacket, looks cool as fuck. No. Well, let me see. Cat, this is what we got to deal with. No. So, no amount of wine can fix oh, this. Oh, I've seen this no. dude before. Yeah. Okay. All
1: right. Yeah, I know. Who that is. Okay. I mean I've seen this guy before But I still have no idea who, who the character is I don't watch the show I mean I've seen pictures of him But
2: Damn Alright Well Yeah but uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan Is not listed I mean I don't know if they're You know doing anything Where he may just Pop up and Do his thing but
1: Yeah It'd be like Sting on AEW On Wednesday night
2: Oh my god He's
1: gonna do a run in
2: <laughs> Jeffrey Dean Morgan Doing a run <laughs> Yeah Yeah Well I, I don't know I was really excited for it but I don't see Rick on there. I don't see Shane on there. I don't see Jeffrey D. Morgan on there. I don't see Michonne list- listed on there. And they did say, like, I know uh, some of them are off the show and Jeffrey D. Morgan is leaving. Well, I mean, I guess the show's ending anyway. But they said past and present. So that's kind <laughs> of a big, sad face. Anyway.
1: They're going to have Michael Rooker there? Wasn't he on this show?
2: Michael Rooker? Yeah,
1: wasn't he on the show? Uh,
2: now I gotta look up Michael Rooker.
1: I felt like he was on there. Maybe I'm wrong.
2: Oh, yeah, um, fuck, Merle. Yeah, he was. Mer- no, he's not on there either, I don't think. Mm.
0: Man,
2: what the hell are they doing? Oh, that sucks. Oh. Uh, yeah, no, I, I don't see Michael Rooker. Yes, yeah. God damn it. Why do they got to see now? Now I don't even want to see it now. Son of a bitch. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. Well, thanks for ruining Walking Dead for me, Rob. I appreciate that. That's
0: what I do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I help open your eyes to the truth.
2: God. I'm not even going to dignify that with a response. Uh, okay, next up. Aquaman director James Wan is ma- or Wan I never know which is correct. It's Wan. Okay. Me with me with names yet again. Uh James Wan is making a new Van Housing movie. What, what do you guys think about that? I mean James Wan has done some great things in the horror genre. Has he? he saw yeah, I mean, has he? Yes, yes. <laughs> What's he got? We, he's saw, sure
3: saw in the Conjuring universe. Oh, uh, that's true? regrettable. Like, yes. lights out yeah. though. Lights out was good.
1: I don't. I didn't see lights out.
3: Focus on lights out and not on the Conjuring universe. So,
1: yeah, I mean, like, I I'm excited about the prospect of a Van Helsing movie because I think you know they there was one, what God, 20 years ago or something that was garbage. Um, it was,
3: yes. So, <laughs> like,
1: the idea of somebody trying it again and, and hopefully making a good one is appealing to me. But, I mean, every time I see James Wan associated with something now, I just, all I picture are all the thousands of jump scares that try to, you know, they try to make into a movie in the Conjuring universe. And I'm afraid that's what he's going to do with this one.
2: Uh, that's, I can't argue with that. That's I, I'm on record several times of, of saying if uh, our buddy Alfredo's listening right now he's gonna be real pissed but I don't like the Conjuring movies and Annabelle wasn't really all that spectacular to me either but you know Cat mentioned he had uh, Lights Out and uh, I think he did uh, where is Insidious? it? Yeah, he did do Insidious
1: that, uh, I don't like Insidious either. Me either.
2: <laughs> Me either. Oh, here it is, the the Swamp thing, that T V uh series. You know that uh, was- yeah, I
1: didn't, I didn't see that, so I, I can't
2: comment one way or another. He has talent. You know, so that's one thing. Like it, he, he's definitely talented. His movies always look great. You know, so it's like, yeah, we gotta see what he does. That's really it. That's all we can do is wait and see. Uh, okay. Alright, next up that I got to talk to you guys about, we've been getting a lot of. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna wait for, to the end for that one. That one's gonna be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're gonna, gonna wait on that one. Um, Alright, so we'll talk about this one first. A mechanical xenomorph. Mask, I guess, or head prop or something like that, was sold at an auction for $83,750. Ooh. Right? And that's
3: a lot of money. <laughs> that's a
2: lot of money. And even more money is uh, from the Omen, the hero dagger sold for $92,125. How? I don't know where people get money from, but Jesus Christ! I mean, it's kind of cool to see props like this from horror stuff go for so much money and all that. But but damn, guys, you didn't buy all those, money? No, no, no. I'm <laughs> no. If I had the money for that, it definitely wouldn't. See, that that was another thing I wanted to ask you guys. If you had the money to buy a prop, like, and you would you would just go all out for it. What would it be? Like what movie would it be from? What would the prop be? Does anything stand out to you?
3: Oh, like Markin's box from Hellraiser?
2: Ooh, yes. <laughs> yeah.
3: Even the replicas are pretty expensive and I've I've been thinking about getting one anyway, but if I could get like one of the actual ones that would that would be it.
2: <laughs> mm. That is a good pick. That is a good pick. Rob, I assume you would spend hundreds of thousands on the tire from rubber.
1: No, um, I can't think of anything that I uh, would really spend money to, to purchase prop-wise, honestly. No, no, I can't think of it. Nothing's jumping out at me right away.
2: So not like a a machete from Friday the 13th or something? Yeah. Eh. No. Huh? yeah.
1: I mean, I feel like I could just go buy a machete and tell people it was used in one of the movies.
2: That's <laughs> not the same.
1: You know? Like, Yeah, no,
2: I, I'm not really,
1: I don't know. Like, I can't think of anything that that I would spend all that much money on. I mean, there's probably something. I just, I can't think of it off the top of my head.
2: If I was going to go all out and spend, and I had the money and I could spend whatever I wanted, it would probably be for a movie used Freddy Krueger glove. That would be a good one. Yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah, Yeah, like Robert England's hand was in that bitch and everything. That would be kind of cool. But, yeah. Yeah. but damn, man, the money that people spend on this stuff. <laughs> yeah, people love that stuff. Yeah, apparently it was a, a Ridley Scott auction. So I don't know who the did. hell that is, but.
1: Ridley Scott, he's made a bunch of Alien. Well, he made Alien. Oh, okay. And then, yeah. And then, did he do Prometheus? I don't like, know. Hey, he's Probably. done a bunch of movies.
2: Ridley Scott's done a bunch of stuff. Well,. They're auctioning off a bunch of his shit, and apparently it's going for big money.
1: Well, that because there are two Scott brothers, I want to make sure I got the right one. Oh, my
2: God. Look at Rob. Yeah. False information.
1: Yeah. All right. No, no. Ridley Scott. All right. Yeah, so he did Alien, Blade Runner, Prometheus, Gladiator, Alien Covenant, The Martian, Thelma and Louise. Thelma and Louise.
3: That was a yeah. weird one with the others. Yeah, right?
1: yeah. <laughs> He's, done bu- He's done a bunch of stuff, that's all I'm saying. And um, is he the one that's dead, or is his brother the one that We'll say his brother's the one that's dead?
2: Tony Scott. You're so pleasant, Rob.
1: I'm just I, look. It's not. I didn't kill a guy.
0: He's dead. <laughs> I
2: don't know. That's <laughs> fair.
0: Yeah. All
2: right. Uh, well,
1: yeah. Him and his brother both made a bunch of movies.
2: Well, I mean, their their auctions seem to be pretty cool. Like whatever they're doing, auctioning this stuff off and. I I don't know where the money is going. I I don't know if they're donating anything or...
1: Probably Ridley Scott's bank account. That'd be my guess. Probably,
2: yeah. That's
1: where where it'd go if I owned
2: it. Yeah, right. So, that's all. I love seeing shit like that, but it also makes me sad. Because it's like, damn, man, I cannot afford any of this stuff that I would love to have. Yeah. But, good for them. Uh, The last thing I wanted to talk to you guys about. And actually, I guess I should send you this tweet on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Um, in case you haven't seen it already uh, uh. It's not a bad one It's not a bad, okay. It's not one of is mine it, yeah. So don't worry about it <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, Scream And it's At Scream Movies Tweeted a picture of a lot of blood <laughs> So It's looking like I, I was going to say Scream 5 <laughs> But apparently the upcoming Scream Is going to be A fucking real bloodbath
0: Hmm.
2: I mean, I'm excited just seeing this. It may mean nothing, but I'm happy.
1: Yeah, I don't know, man. I just don't know about this movie. I- I'm not sure how to feel about it. I, I guess I'm cautiously optimistic at best uh, going into it. Like I, I trust the guys that are making it because Ready or Not was so good. But at the same time, it feels really weird to me that somebody else is making a, a scream movie. You know, so I'm just concerned about it
3: going with an open mind i'm i'm reserving the right to criticize later but i'm i'm <laughs> gonna watch it uh excitedly
2: so what you're saying is you're <laughs> reserving your seat now to, to bitch about this later yeah damn
3: i'm i'm concerned i i have concerns about it
2: i
0: i'm
3: worried but um I would like for it to be good. Like, I'm rooting on the side of Scream. I would like to be wrong right. about my concerns.
1: I'm also, I'm kind of afraid that it's going to feel like Scream 4, which I didn't think felt like a Scream movie. I didn't know wrong because with there's, that. they're saying some of the same stuff going into this one that it's like going to, you know, sort of a passing of the torch to a new generation or whatever. And they said the same thing before Scream 4. And I just, I don't know, Scream 4 has kind of fell flat for me.
2: You guys really piss me off. You really are <laughs> with this whole Scream Four shit. Scream Four was a really good movie.
1: It's fine. It's not. I don't. I don't dislike it. It. It just doesn't feel like a Scream movie to me. It
2: was a great
1: movie. I said it's fine.
2: No no, 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 It's not fine. It's great. It's phenomenal. What was like? We're gonna have to do a Scream Four episode soon. <laughs> like, cause this. this is, uh, damn you guys, man. It. It really. Those. That's one of the movies. That like it honestly does blow my mind when people say they don't like it. Like that's how much I enjoyed it.
1: But I didn't say I don't like it. I said it was fine. Like the screen the scream ranking is one, two, four, three. No. Nah.
2: So, not last. It's one, four, two, three.
1: You're out of your oh, day. Oh
2: boy. Man.
3: No. Yeah.
1: <laughs> scream two is like one of the best sequels in horror history. It's so it's come so close to matching the original.
2: I don't know about that. Uh, I gotta rewatch. It's been a while since I rewatched Scream Two, and I've seen Scream Four a lot more recently than Scream Two. Uh, I I don't know, man. Uh, Scream Four was really good. It's
3: can we? We should all agree. Uh, and you don't apparently, but we should all agree that it's at least one and two are like the
2: top two Scream slots. Those are so solid. I love Scream Two. I'm not. You know, it's no <laughs> knock on Scream Two. You know what? All right, I- I'm gonna oh, hold Lord. off. I'm gonna hold off on on cementing that because I haven't seen Scream two in a very long. I've seen the original, you know, very recently, and Scream four and even Scream three. Uh, we did uh, me and Bobby did an episode on that not too long ago. So Scream th- Scream two was definitely the longest I've s- been since seeing. So, but I I'm te- I'm tentative one four two three. Tentative. That's awful.
1: Shame you're just embarrassing there. yourself right now. <laughs>
2: no about that, dude. The, the circumstances in which Scream Four came out, like, dude, it was so long, and it's like, who the hell knew about? It? Like, these younger kids didn't know about Scream at that point, really. You know, they can't. I was and excited it.
3: for Four to come out.
2: <sighs> I mean, look, man. I don't know. I don't know
1: if you're aware of this, Mikey, but when you say things on this show, other people can hear them.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm well aware. I'm well aware. <laughs> God damn it! You know what? I'm gonna need everybody who's listening to this show and active on our (laughs) Twitter. I I need. I need a voice. I need. And don't get me wrong. I've been like I could not believe the positive response we got from the fog. Like I really was shocked. And that that happens every now and then where I'm sitting there and I'm like, damn, people really like this fucking thing. Yeah, because the
1: fog's damn awesome
2: be that as it may I think this I, needs
3: to be, we, we don't have to get into the whole debate but I do think you should post a, a poll to the official Twitter where people vote for Scream 2 or Scream 4
2: I'm gonna do that right fucking now actually do it. I'm gonna do it yeah. right now at 2.30 in the morning
1: <laughs> do we get a lot of positive reaction on Twitter because all I ever get from our listeners is a big old pile of shit all the time
2: <laughs> oh yeah Kat I don't know if you've seen it but apparently Rob has voted by our Chris, the most annoying person on the planet. Oh, I saw that. The most the, annoying the person on Twitter. Yeah, uh,
1: and there is no way I'm the most annoying person on Twitter.
2: Uh, it is Competition up there. is
3: high on Twitter. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's up there because I mean, you're the only one I know that sends me fucking Tom Atkins. pictures.
1: <laughs> That's a service for you.
2: Uh, pff, I don't know. Well, the tweet's coming up. Cause you guys, you're really gonna piss me off. <laughs> and, and you know it's because fucked we're up. right. No, uh, damn it. You know what? Too, it's fucked up because I know they're gonna vote Screen Two. These sons of bitches. I know. <laughs>
0: it's so Just, good. Even
2: if they've never seen either one of them, they're gonna. Oh well, the second one's got to be. And I, it's gonna a really piss. if Screen Four. I don't expect it to win, but even if it contends, I'll be sad. I'll. Be, that's a personal victory. <laughs>
0: Personal victory.
1: Yeah, well, this will be fun. I
3: keep refreshing the Twitter page uh, so I can <laughs> put in a vote Oh, speech. you got it. <laughs> I'm so invested. Hey.
1: I know. I'm thinking about creating burner accounts. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> do i vote multiple times.
3: Here's the thing i feel very passionately about this because i am on the unpopular debate so often there are so many horror movies that i love that everyone hates there are so many horror movies that everyone loves that i just cannot stand it is so good to have a horror opinion and feel like the like the community is going to have my back on this one
2: <laughs> and i don't have that right now i feel so disappointed <laughs> so disappointed all right you know what? I'm going to put two days on this bitch. Two days. The whole weekend. Everyone's <laughs> got to fucking do this. Alright. There it goes. It's out there for the world. I hear you clicking already, cat God. I'm damn. here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> damn. Can I vote on my own shit? You should be. A, I, I, I think oh, so. I don't I know. I don't oh, know. I should. Oh, I can't. Damn you two. That's, you know, if I lose my two votes, I'm going to be so mad. Ah. Uh. Alright, well, it's out there. We'll see. I I definitely... I've been itching to do a Scream episode, and every time we talk about it, we end up going off about it, so we're going to have to do two verse four. Why don't we just do the franchise like we did Saw? It'd be more enjoyable. Look at this. Scream 2 100%. One vote. I can't stand you right now. Oh, man. Alright, well... Uh, stay tuned for the results of this, guys. Yeah, that's <laughs> miserable for my part.
1: If we don't get the results next week, we'll know who won.
2: Yeah, I, we, <laughs> d- if it goes south, this will never be mentioned again.
3: I don't really that I'm taking over news next
2: week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go! Wow, damn. Okay, okay, fair enough. Alright, um, all right. All right that, that's it for the news. We've done fought, scratched and clawed and everything enough. Rob, as I mentioned, I was listening to this horror life, and two weeks in a row, you praised the movie Zodiac from 2007.
1: Yep. This movie is, I would say, at least in my top 15, probably in my top 10 movies of all time. Damn. Oh, wow. I love this movie.
2: Shit. Okay. Okay. Okay, cat, I mean that that's a that's a lot to say. I mean, where are you at with this one? Uh,
3: so here's the thing is I liked it a lot more on the rewatch than I liked it when it was coming out when when it came out. I watched it um when it came to DVD, and I was i I didn't understand going in that it was not going to be a horror movie. So right. like the the first thing that I felt, I, I was a little bit disappointed and it went away. It went away like uh, an hour into the, what is it? It's like two hours and, and 39 minutes or whatever. It's a longer movie. Yeah, it's just over two um, and a half hours. Like w- once I realized that it was not going to be like a slasher film, once I realized I wasn't going to be scared, I stopped looking at it that way and I, I appreciated it. And this time I knew that going in, which helped a lot. Um, It's got a great cast. Um, I think it it, it's one of the better I I can't think of a true crime movie that I like better that isn't like an actual documentary. I think they did a really good job with it. I would not put it in my list of top 10 or top 15 movies of all time. So it's because I I think it has a prohibitive runtime like Mm -hmm. as a rewatch that's it, and it's a little bit like there are moments that are kind of funny, kind of cute, uh there there are moving, uh moments that are like a little bit more tense, but it's not not enough to cover like that long for me to rewatch it several more times, you know.
2: Right.
1: So I've seen this movie so many times I can't even count. Damn. Yeah, I don't get that. But
3: I don't relate to that.
1: <laughs> a long movie doesn't bother me though. For a long time my favorite movie of all time and one I'd watch twice a year at least was the godfather which is over three hours damn that's, um, a,
3: that's another long one yeah mm-hmm. i
1: love the godfather and the godfather part two those and those are both have i think over three hour run times i'm actually <laughs> excited because um uh, coppola recut godfather three and he's re-releasing it it as the godfather coda in theaters and i can't wait to go see that because three sucks but this one's supposed to be a lot better
3: See, there uh, are long movies that i will rewatch over and over and over again but i they have to be i don't know there there has to be like something very compelling that makes me go back that that gets better on rewatches and i i can't imagine doing that for zodiac it's yeah, good
1: i think a lot of the reason why um i i, I get drawn back to zodiac is that I lived in Northern California for about five years. um, And San Francisco is maybe, no, it it is my favorite city in the world. I love it there. And I think Fincher does a great job of shooting the city. There were some
3: beautiful shots.
1: Yeah, it looks great. It reminds me of being there, Um, you know, and all of the places that they mentioned, the towns, outside of San Francisco and the counties where the other murders happen, you know, Vallejo and Vacaville. I've been to all those towns. I, so um, I, I have a I feel a connection a bit to just the location and the setting of the movie, which I think really helps uh, draw me back into it.
2: I can see that. I can see that. Uh, you guys mentioned my biggest problem with this movie. Every time I watch a movie, especially when it's for this, you know, we're doing a, a whole episode on it. I always check the runtime. <laughs> and it's even become kind of a. Whenever I'm going to watch a movie from doing these, I always check the runtime. I didn't check it for this one. And goddamn, I could not believe how long this movie was. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, damn, like this thing is long as hell. And I didn't even really notice. I-, I watched it all without really. Like I was doing a couple things here and there, you know. I guess I I lost track of time or something, but I noticed it was long. And then when it was all said and done, I was like, damn, man, like, this thing felt long, and I looked it up, and I was doing my research on it, and I seen two hours and thirty-seven minutes.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: I said, god damn, Rob got me.
1: Now, the complaints about this movie from people that don't like it that I hear are, there's two of them, usually. Uh, it's too long, and it's boring. Because it's... I don't think it was boring. The movie doesn't... The doesn't the movie doesn't have a like action in it. It's a lot of talking,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and it's character driven. It's it's an entirely character driven movie. Um, so, and I can see why there are people who don't like that. I just happen to enjoy that. I think the characters are all interesting enough, and then again, like I said, the locations really pull me back to it.
2: Yeah, I I could definitely see that, and. I mean, normally, I I think I just bitched uh, about the uh, American Werewolf in London. I think one of my complaints was it was slow, and you know I got bored at times, and like that was one of my gripes with it. And I I'll get that in movies sometimes, especially if I'm looking for a horror movie. I didn't mind it with this, and I I can see what people their point with it and what they mean. But you know, you're watching a true crime movie. You know, it's mm-hmm. a lot of police work. It's a lot of you know all, that's what. I what did you expect from the movie? I will say this though, I do wish it had a little bit more. I don't know, blood, gore. I, I guess you can't really get that in this kind of a... something. Kat, yeah, there's not a, there's not a lot of that. No, cat. Do you do you get what I mean with it? I I definitely
3: get what you mean, and there's I I feel kind of two ways about it because on the one hand I think that the fact that they didn't uh, because this was a fictional movie based off of a, a you know true crime right. book and they could have gone you know a lot of movies that you see like this that are, are based off of you know real events they go very sensationalized and i think there was something very poignant about covering about not creating a story to sensationalize any one person's involvement but right. like painting a broader picture mm-hmm. i i do think I, there was something there was a little bit of grit. They could have done a little bit more, especially because, you know, it. they didn't go full documentary. It, it was something it, weird in between and it made it really stand out. I can't really think of any other true crime movies that don't go too far one way or the other where they're like loosely based off of a real crime or completely real, you know. It, it hit a middle path that not a lot of other movies hit But on the other hand, especially, I wish, and this is, I I don't even think that there needed to be more gore exactly, but I wish there had been more tension if they were going to show the murders on screen.
2: Right. Like, I didn't care
3: about the people who were getting killed, which is an awful thing to say, but, like, I I wish they had touched just a little bit more on the human aspect of that.
1: Fincher was sort of adamant about not doing that. Um, Which
3: with the gore, I understand, but, like... I when, just...
1: when he started, when he took on the project, he um he, he was drawn to it because apparently he grew up in the Bay Area during this time. And he remembered being a, a, as a kid, um the Zodiac Killer was just the ultimate boogeyman right. to to kids in, in that area. And he really wanted to make um a movie about the case. He didn't want to go into anyone's backstories. None of that. He wanted to pick up when this when the killing started and go forward from there. And they, he was adamant that they get as much right as they could, so much so that they went back and in, spent months and months interviewing people that were involved with the case. Um, and they would get stories from people who were, you know, the, the handful of survivors and, and their families. And he, you know, they talked to the detectives that worked the case. They pulled all of the, the police files that they could get. He wanted it to be as, as true to life as it possibly could be.
3: And he, it shows. Like, for, the, for everyone investigating, uh, for all of the, like, interviews and stuff, I think that really shows. And obviously, you know, there's only so much that can be done for the other elements. but
1: Right, and, you know. and it's also because this, the killer was never caught. You know, right. it's it's essentially an unsolved case. So there are some things we're just never going to know the answer to. But, yeah, it was based on um, the book Zodiac by Robert Graysmith, who's the character played by Jake Gyllenhaal in
3: the movie. Excellent true crime book, by the way.
1: And um, also his second book, Zodiac Unmasked. When he wrote Zodiac, um, Arthur Lee Allen was still alive mm-hmm. and he did not name him as uh, the guy that he thought was the prime suspect, he wrote it with an. Uh, he gave the prime suspect um an alias in in that book because he, I'm assuming, didn't want to get sued. <laughs>
0: <No> Probably. <laughs> um.
1: After after Arthur Lee Allen died, he he did write the second book Zodiac Unmasked, in which he named him. Um. And he seems to be everyone's prime suspect in, in this in this case, but they could never get enough evidence to prove it.
2: It puts you in a tricky spot because if you go too far one way and, you know, kind of like what I was saying with, you know, wanting more something, I don't even know what more I wanted, but, um, you want to stay as true to it. And I respect that, you know, I'm not, I'm not hating on him for that. I respect that because you do want authenticity in there, you know, like it, there's so many things you, oh well, it's Hollywood and it's a movie. But it's, it's nice every now and then to get something that's real, and well, as real as the movie could be. But you get too far into that stuff where it's like, okay, well, we're going to make this as entertaining of a movie as we can. And it's like, okay, well, now what are we doing? It, you're on a very thin line with that kind of stuff.
1: It is. It is a very thin line. And Fincher, one of the reasons he wanted to make it as real as possible and he put in all that research and everything is that he said he felt a great responsibility to the families of the victims of these crimes to make sure that he told the story as realistically as possible without sensationalizing it. Right. You know, um, the first Dirty Harry movie, which is actually shown in in this movie a little bit, mm-hmm. um, was based on this case, and the Dirty Harry character was based on the cop, uh, uh, TOSKI, who was investigating the Zodiac killer case for the San Francisco PD. And, um, you know, that was obviously completely over sensationalized and didn't give a damn about the the real case at all. You know, it turned it into, you know, just an over the top action movie. And I think he really wanted to avoid um, doing that. As a matter of fact, Toski worked very closely with him, uh, consulting with him on this movie when they were making it. And one of the reasons he did is because Fincher promised him that he was not making another Dirty Harry. That's not what this movie was going to be.
2: Right. Yeah, and you know, you guys both brought up uh and especially Kat, you said that this was the best true crime movie that you ever seen. And I don't know if this counts. I like, guess not really I guess true crime, but uh about a famous serial killer. And Helter Skelter from two thousand and four. I don't know if either one of you guys has seen that.
3: Helter Skelter is good. Helter Sometimes. Skelter's
2: a ma oh Rob, you gotta check out Helter Skelter it, dude. Yeah. Uh, I forget the guy's name who played Charles Charles Manson, cat right or wrong. That was Charles fucking Manson, to the yeah. T. So, and, and it's hard to compare the two because that's what I you know thought about because I liked that movie so damn much, and it's it's really hard to compare the two because you're talking about you know some somebody who was in and out with a gun and you know all the more of a mental. Uh, uh, manipulating thing, although Charles Manson was all that, but, you know, Charles Manson was so, such an out-there character where you can get away with all the drugs and the cult shit and, like, and, and look at the, the murders of, uh, ah, who, I forget that actress's name and all that. Dude, that... Sure right, dude. That, that was fucking br- Like, it had all that. You know, like, all that was built in, so it's not fair to compare the two. Because that was made to be an interesting movie. But this was, I mean, there was authenticity. Uh, this is probably the most true, true crime movie I've ever seen. You know, and and, I, and again, I respect that. But I don't know, man. I'm not going to sit and say this was bad by any means. Because I do like that kind of stuff and I did enjoy it. But it, it this just felt like I, I felt like something was missing for two and a half fucking hours, man. I feel like I could have got a little bit more somewhere.
1: I don't know what more you wanted. I mean, they, they, you know, this case, the funny thing about this case is that it went on for so long. Right. You know, uh, they were receiving letters and stuff over, over the years and, uh, and really went on for, for a long time. Um, And it also was so wide ranging. And there were like these little divergent paths that it goes down in these weird side notes, like the, um, the mom and her baby. On the highway to yes. you know near Modesto, that was weird. And and was that really the Zodiac killer? And what the hell was going on there? And the killing in Riverside, you know. And they go they go down that path. And then there's that you know the weird guy with the basement.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I, there's so many divergent paths for this movie to go down. Um, and I I don't know. I'm like I feel like there were moments of great tension in this movie. Um,
3: there were a few, yeah.
1: You know, I think that uh, the scene with the mom and her baby, I think that that is, uh, is, is a tense moment. I think the moment, again, in the basement was a tense moment when he ties up the uh, the couple by the lake when he's wearing that creepy-ass outfit. But
3: notice that the first two examples of tension that you had were not scenes where people died. Like, there was a lot of tension in the movie, but it just, it it, it felt like it was not focused on the victims which isn't necessarily a complaint it's just it's an observation because this is uh there was no way to focus on the killer and make it an authentic movie but usually from a movie going perspective we usually have stories that are told from the perspective of the victims or almost victims and and stories that are told from the perspective of the killer and this it fell in like a The focus wasn't on either of those things, which makes it very unique, but it does make it kind of hard to reconcile, like, in terms of, in relation to other films.
1: Yeah, the focus in this movie is, I mean, we're seeing it from the perspective of a cartoonist who's decided to investigate it. Yeah. Which is kind of silly, really, when you think about it, but that's what happened.
3: (laughs) That's, yeah. Um,
1: And we do get some of, you know, the actual investigators, too, but it's mostly told from Smith's point of view. Um, largely because it's based on his books, I would assume. Um, I say,
3: yeah, the, the book was. So. Yeah, um,
1: I agree with that, but I also think that when they do show the murders in this movie, I think they're probably more realistic to how they happen. You know, he didn't. um, The only time he took a long time with with people were the the couple by the lake. You know, the cab driver. Bam, he shot him. That was it. The couple that were parked uh, in their car, he just, you know, rolled up and shot them. And that was the end of it. And Uh, it's hard to draw out tension in that, I think. Um, And I also think like especially the 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 first killing that we see where he shoots that couple in the car. It happens so fast that it's, it's almost shocking the first time you see it.
3: The couple in the car bothered me a little bit. Uh, just because it's it's the couple that gets lingered on the most, and there was such a weird dynamic between those two.
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: well, <laughs> which is, I mean... and again, you don't want to over sensationalize something that's based off of a true story. But on, on the other hand, it was a little bit distracting. Like it 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 kept me from being. I think if you had been very invested in that opening scene, if you had you know, been rooting for the couple in the car instead of wondering, like, what their dynamic was. Yeah, that's... they were a very unusual couple. I think that would have made that shot, like, very very effective you know because it would have been immersion breaking but i wasn't immersed in that opening the opening scene i think is one of the weaker elements of the movie
2: oh i i
1: wholly disagree but i i love the way it's uh everything's done the the music the way he like i i can never hear i can never hear Hurdy Gurdy man again and (laughs) think of that scene um, but yeah, I, the dynamic between the couple, and it's not really well explained in the movie, but it is kind of mentioned, um, through my, you know, 100 viewings of this movie I've picked up on it is that, um, she was married, uh, not to him and he was younger than her. Um, and so it did create a weird dynamic, uh, between the two. And I, I don't, I think you're right. It's not really well explained, but that was all intentional, um, but still, I, I just, you know, I think that's, that sequence is beautifully shot, you know, especially at the beginning when you're seen from out of the car from the driver's perspective. I assume every time I watch this, and I've seen this movie a million times, and know it's not the case, but I always assume I'm seeing from the killer's point of view. But it turns out I'm not. I'm seeing from the woman's point of view, um, as she's going to pick this guy up, and then we don't see the killer until later.
3: Other thing that really threw me off was I did not think up until she uh up until the husband is mentioned I did not think the woman was old enough to have a husband like it it wasn't until that point that I realized that she was supposed to be older than him yeah like uh, the the actress looked she she didn't look too young but she looked like that age where they usually cast actresses, like, in their mid-20s to play high school students. <laughs> like, yeah,
1: I think, I think actually she was supposed to be in her mid-20s. Remember, this was like 1968 or 69. People got married a little earlier than, than, than they tend to today.
0: Right.
1: Um, and so, yeah, I think she was in her early 20s, and this kid that she was with was probably, you know, not a, a significantly younger, but he was still sort of that awkward 18, 19 years old. Yeah. You know, and it, that's just a weird dynamic. I think. Um, But yeah, I just, I love that because the car pulls up behind them at first and then it drives off and they assume they're safe and then he comes back and then they think it's a cop. And then all of a sudden, you know, he just walks up to the window and shoots him and it gets me every time. Uh, And hurdy Gurdy man plays. (laughs) And then we get that sweeping shot across the bay at the port of San Francisco, which I absolutely love.
2: And not only that, in that scene, he comes back. You know, like, it it just felt, it felt so professionally done as in like, you know, a professional killer, but then it felt amateur at the same time, which, you know, early on in that happening, obviously he was, you know, and it's like, yeah, that came across.
1: I think there also was a bit of professionalism to him because he was, um, it's, it's pretty much agreed that, um, whether it was really, was Arthur Lee Allen who did the, committed these murders or not, whoever did was military. So there was a bit of professionalism to them, maybe not as, um, you know, uh, a murderer like that, but they knew how to handle a gun. They knew, you know, they were combat trained um, in some way, you know.
2: Right. Yeah. And, you know, it's little shit like that because I kind of I got that, you know, that feel from it, too, where it's like, you know. And they even said, like, uh, I forget which part of the movie it was, where they were saying how um, anyone in this room who hasn't touched it, like, everyone was getting fingerprinted.
0: You yeah.
2: Know, they didn't know, like, is it a cop or is like, you know, it came across yeah. where it could be, you know, military, police, something like that. I, you know, I think my main disconnect was, I think that I, ex- I didn't know enough about the movie. Is Because, like I said earlier, this is my first time watching it. I didn't know enough about the movie. And I, I don't know if this was Kat's uh, same thing, because she, she kind of seems like she's on riding the same wave of this one as me. But I
1: think... You guys are always riding the same wave.
0: You,
2: like,
1: you guys are awesome.
3: for, I Actually, I, I have complaints, but I like the movie. Like, I, I'm definitely more pro Zodiac than against, I just Me too. There are a couple things that are hard for me to get over. It's good. It's well done.
2: I agree. I agree with that, but my my thing is I I think I was expecting more of a horror movie. Like I knew it wasn't going to be a full blown, you know, Halloween or anything like that. I get that. But I think I was expecting it to be a little more so that than a mystery because it was this was a full blown mystery with some killing in it. So I think yeah, that I mean, was this my is
1: listed I think it's listed as a suspense thriller movie. Right. Yeah. Um.
2: And and that I think is accurate.
1: I I don't consider this to be a horror movie. I do think it's it's horror adjacent. Like when you suggested that we watch it, I didn't say no because I thought well it's close enough. We can talk about it.
3: There was a tiny part of me that was almost like uh, when you suggested Zodiac, I almost asked why because it in my head it was very strange that we'd be talking about it. And then it was like no, I it's been a while since I've seen it. I'd I'd watch it again. Like I'm happy to. Talk
2: about i wish <laughs> you would have no I'm uh, knock it <laughs> off no there,
1: you, let me tell you something Mikey. Uh-oh. your life is better now having seen this than it was before i guarantee you that
2: you know I'll, I'll agree with that because i've been wanting to see i love shit like that i really do love shit like that honestly like uh, true crime shit like i told you helter skelter i love that fucking movie because i mean yeah it was a really good movie that's <laughs> sure that's great but you know, it was based on something real, and whenever you get to watch something that's based on something real, and, uh, you know, I, I I bitch all the time. Texas Chainsaw's a good example. I just want to slap the shit out of people and go, oh, it's based on true stuff. No, it's not. No, it's not. Stop it. Like, it's it was not.
3: inspired by it. It's not based yeah. off of, there's like a s- d- distinct difference in yeah. there. It where, wasn't like,
2: even inspired. Spot- the
3: skin suit is enough to inspire the writer that wanted to...
2: I don't even give him that I don't even give him that much cat I really don't because like the dude didn't even have a fucking chainsaw the movies called Texas Chainsaw don't even get me started on that shit but my point is you know like a lot of times you know you, you get uh, based on true stuff like wasn't The Conjuring like I I'm sorry I understand the ties well, with Amityville no I'm not buying it I, I The Conjuring movies real Yeah right? well
1: quote unquote real I'm using finger quotes
2: the, Um look,
3: the Conjuring is based off of real people, though. Yeah, it's based yeah. on,
1: it's based on, and they're real investigations.
3: Like, I and, very seldom will go to bat for The Conjuring. But
1: I, one... I will go to bat. Here's what I go to bat for in The Conjuring universe. The Conjuring and The Conjuring 2, I like both of those movies. I don't like any of the side movies. That's where The Con- the, the Conjuring universe falls apart for me. Um, and I do enjoy the, the two, like, main Conjuring movies, though. And yeah, those are based on the Warren's, you know, real investigations into these events. Um,
2: but how much but of we do those get, movies, the shit that happened in it actually occur?
1: You know what I mean? No, that I, I, yeah, that I don't right. know. Um, and they, you know, but we do have, I mean, there's a long tradition of horror movies saying they're based on real events. Right. Back to, as you said, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Return of the Living Dead claims to be based on real <laughs> events. When that, you watch that's, that, that that's what I'm talking about.
2: Chill, yeah. See, like, no come on um and even amityville that i love i i I live i I live on long island i'm from new york like i yeah i feel strongly about amityville i'm not gonna sit here and act like that wasn't a hollywood you know yeah. like so but this is at least something you can say okay this happened all of i know you lived on long island yes i live on long
1: island you live next door to billy joel
2: I, I wish that'd be really <laughs> nice. I'd be in a whole different tax bracket if I lived next to that he, stuff.
1: He's never driven his car into your living room or anything, has he? No,
2: no. He likes
1: he likes to do that. Apparently,
2: I, I am unaware of what you're talking about, but it frightens I me. I
1: think he's done it. I think he's done it like twice, drunk driving and smashing into somebody's house. God damn,
2: that would be disappointing. Yeah. Although, yeah. It, you you hear the fucking crash, all the sound, it's got to sound like fucking hell coming on Earth. <laughs> and you run down to your living room. What the fuck? There's a car in the living room. And Billy Joel gets out. You're like, oh, yeah,
1: yeah. hey. My first thought <laughs> would be, I just hit the fucking lottery. Right, yeah.
2: <laughs> Let's just drop to the floor. Oh, my back. Yeah, my back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Billy Joel, I'm two million.
1: You. My back. He's out there. Keep, it, keep your head on the swivel.
2: I, I got to move closer to the Billy Joel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should be joking um, about that shit.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I, yeah, but you know, Zodiac I they meant um deep to, to make sure that they got it as accurate as possible. Right. And you know, did, does that make it less of a sensational movie? Yeah. But um
3: That's not a bad thing though. No,
1: I think it shows a, a dedication. Um to, to telling the story, the you know, as close to the way that it happened as we possibly can know it. Um, you know, and David Fincher for the record is is just an incredible director. I will see anything he makes, and I have a hit or miss uh history with his movies as far as like story wise, but they're always extremely well made and I will watch he actually just had uh, a new movie drop on Netflix today as we're recording this, and I can't wait to to go watch it um but he's just a brilliant director, and I think this is in my opinion, this is his masterpiece um it just takes all the elements of of what makes a David Fincher movie great. And and they, it comes out perfectly. Um, the performances I think are amazing. Um, you know, all throughout from Jake Gyllenhaal to Robert Downey Jr. To yeah. Um, John Carroll Lynch is, is great. Uh, in this movie. Um, yeah, I just, to me, uh, got Mark Ruffalo. You can't forget him. He's great too. Um,
3: yeah. I think this it's... actually may have been the first thing I saw Mark Ruffalo in. Oh,
0: really? Oh, really?
3: I think so. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird because I remember him like as the Hulk, but I think I I definitely I saw Zodiac uh, before he was in Avengers.
1: Yeah, because he wasn't even the original Hulk. That was Edward. No. Norton.
2: Oh yeah, fuck yeah. What's his name again? Uh, Edward Norton. Oh, was it? Then who was? Yeah. Uh, who's the other one? I'm thinking of that was the Hulk. Uh. Oh, uh, you're yeah no, How you're going back. Yeah, one? you're thinking of um um
1: the the big. Uh, he was on King of Queens. Name. Um, yeah, Lou Ferrigno.
2: Lou Ferrigno. Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah. The world's
2: strongest man. That's right. Oh. Purple shorts never look I, better.
1: Dude, <laughs> green paint and purple shorts. I was watching those for a while with my son, and oh my god, they're so bad. They're it just entertaining as hell. Yeah,
2: hey, you don't talk shit that. about fucking. That, that was that was good shit back then.
1: Yeah, that was uh, that was awesome back in the day. The and, uh,
2: yeah,
1: I enjoyed watching them with him for a while.
2: But um yes, yeah, so anyway, my, my my point, my whole point of that was I think and it's my fault for expecting it to be something that it wasn't. And I think that's why I kind of was left a little disappointed I, that that might be the wrong word, but you know what I mean? It, it, I think I didn't look into it enough and it's definitely more of a true crime thing. So when you go into it expecting something is like but you know what I will say this too it might not have had that um uh, a little bit of blood and I guess exaggeration which is wrong to ask for in this is kind of what I wanted but it did have the mental aspect and I think that is something that is very horror and underrated like when he called into that talk show like dude that was some dark shit
1: yeah that's another weird little about path this whole case <laughs> went down to yeah the, the calling into the tv show and everything and my one of my favorite lines in the movie is when they're supposed to go medium and they get there and the guy's <laughs> like oh you guys really know how to put on a secret meeting while there's helicopters in the air and shit well i mean
2: <laughs> what did they expect he went on a national talk show or whatever it was and i mean come on <laughs> everybody was going there but that yeah. that was oh. funny
1: Yeah, there's a lot of great moments, I think, in this movie too. Like I mentioned the the beginning and, you know, the the killing in the car and then that sweeping shot of uh, San Francisco Bay. Um, I love the scene when they go to interview him for the first time. Um, uh, John Carroll Lynch's character, whose name, why am I, Arthur Lee Allen, when they go talk to him for the first time and he's at work and he comes in that room and all those circumstantial clues start coming together for Toski, like the watch and the boots. And all that different stuff starts to to come out in the interview, and he's convinced it's him, but then they can never quite prove it. Um, but I think that interview scene is just fascinating to watch how it plays out.
2: Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of mental shit that took place here, and you know, even though it didn't have the any guts or and, and not much blood and all that, it's like you know, you can't overlook stuff like that because I think that's much more of a subtle attempt, which is much harder to get across too. I mean. If crying out loud people sit and watch fucking jason goes to hell you yeah. know they they will sit and watch that fucking movie because there's blood and guts and people are dying and cool it's not it's not hard to put something interesting together by doing that but you you really when all you have is you know an old white guy talking to somebody you can't even see and they and it's able to capture you the way that scene did i'm not taking nothing away from that man that's impressive like that really was like when he screamed and they were like what was that yeah, it was awesome yeah. headache. like dude that's dark
0: yeah
1: yeah um so yeah i just you know like i said i think that uh there's a bunch of little interesting characters in this film and, and a bunch of just moments and it's you know to me to watch david fincher put it all together and then the way he shoots san francisco Um, And, you know, like I love the um, when they're showing the cab from above before he he kills the cab driver and they've got the radio talk show on. Right. um, And they're just talking about different things and some of the different stuff that's going on, you know, where the guy's like, I'm less worried about him and more worried about the hippies hanging out. in the Right. (laughs) You know, and uh, and all that stuff. Like, I just um, I just love that. Uh, To me, it's just brilliant. It's sort of setting the, the tone for the era and the city and everything at the time. Uh, and then we get that the murder, which happens so fast. Uh, and then, you know, and that's where we, you know, there's also that uh, after he, he does that, the first uh, call goes out from dispatch that uh, it's a Negro man they're looking for. Right. And then it gets revised. But by the time that's happened, two cops have already seen him, but they didn't stop him because he wasn't black.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, I, I always think about that. Like, imagine being those two cops. You know, you had a, he was right there. And I felt just,
3: so bad for those two cops. Yeah,
1: they didn't stop him, and it's not really their fault. They got a bad description. That's not what they were looking for,
2: you know? And they mentioned uh, in one of the letters, I think it was, where he's pointing out, uh, I forget which after which murder it was, but, oh, well, you guys could have got me in the park, but, you know, this, uh, like they were so close, and, you know, we hear shit like that with these famous killers like Son of Sam, you know? Like, how, mm-hmm. how many times were they, like, right under his nose? and they just yeah. it, 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 especially with cop work and all that shit from back then to today and we can get into that but you know it, it's really cool to see that cause it happened like that's the thing that I always go back to with shit like that it happened like it literally yeah. happened like it's just yeah. crazy to cause you I don't know I picture things like when you kill somebody it's like you know you're hiding out in like some abandoned warehouse and you know like like dude like Imagine just being around like the guy who is able to take multiple people's lives is just walking among you. Yeah. And you have no fucking idea.
1: Yeah, son of Sam speaking of him, there's a, a great movie by Spike Lee. Uh have you seen it called Summer of Sam? I seen
2: parts of that. I didn't finish it. It's
1: not it's not a true crime movie really. No. Like it's not based a uh, it's not really even about the son of Sam. Um he's part of the story, but it's really about that summer in new york with uh, the power outages and everything and the characters in uh, a neighborhood
2: it's everything this movie didn't want to be
1: yeah it is it is it's a it's a wonderful movie spike lee by the way terrific filmmaker i love his stuff too mm-hmm. um and and yeah it's, it's a really great spike lee movie that's it's tragically underseen so you know check that out but it's not uh it is not really a true crime movie as much as it is about the characters right in new york uh, that he's featured yeah so I don't know zodiac uh like I said, to me, this is just a, a masterpiece of a film. It's easily top fifteen, probably top ten for me
2: yeah
1: um, I don't know uh why you guys have to hate it so much i don't
2: um, <laughs> cat see what he does you see I see <laughs> shame Shame. I don't hate this movie by any means rob i i was I was surprised. I wasn't expecting... I I think the time is really what threw me. Like, I was sitting here, like, god damn, man. Like, I got shit to do. Like, what the fuck? And I didn't even look. I don't know why I always look at the time. And especially when a movie's dragging, I'll pause it and look at the little bar on the bottom, and I'll look at the time. And I didn't do any of that. I just rode the fucking wave with this one, man. And damn, was it a long-ass movie. But you know what? I still... I figured I was like, damn, this had to be like a two-hour movie. So obviously it was good enough to where I did not feel like it was an, almost a three-hour movie. I didn't think, well, I was shocked when I seen that. I think it pissed me off more than anything.
1: That can throw you off uh, in a movie. I, I will admit that. I've had that happen to me three times in my life in theaters. Um, I, saw, <laughs> I saw Schindler's List, Casino, and Heat. All three in theaters and had no idea how long they are. They're all right at the three hour mark. And
3: then you stumble <laughs> out and it's like yeah. dark
2: out. You're like, what? It's tomorrow.
1: Yeah. Schindler's List, when I went and saw that one, I was hungry beforehand. I oh, was like, I oh can no. wait. Go we'll pop in, and see a movie real quick. it would be all right. This movie's supposed to be great. Uh, and it's a great movie. But good Lord, I was starving. <laughs>
3: I had a similar uh, when I went to see once upon a time in Hollywood I had no idea how long it was and I was like I, I was kind of hungry going in and I I left in the middle to get food from the I was like how dare uh, you I had I was so hungry and I was like there's I, I know it's gonna be like it's almost gotta be over and while I was like waiting in line to get my hot dog I like looked at the runtime online of the movie and I was like, well no wonder. I I was like stunned. I got out, and I had been in there for you know like a couple hours already. It was, I
0: um, I
1: love that. That's Tarantino's a, best film in my opinion. It's a
3: wonderful oh, movie. Great. I went and I I saw it a second time uh, to catch yeah. like the the few minutes that I missed in the middle. Like it's it's very good, but I was very disoriented by. How yeah. long it was.
1: That was a Blu-ray. I didn't even wait for the Black Friday sales at Best Buy to buy. I just went <laughs> ahead and bought it when it came out. I didn't even care. Such a good movie.
2: Yeah, the time, man. I I I still haven't watched The Irishman, and I'm dying. Loved Robert De <laughs> is my favorite actor far and away. I can't, man. I can't sit and watch a three. And I, it's almost like I refuse because I don't. The Irishman is easy
1: to watch though because it's on Netflix. You can just pause it and get up and go get a drink and. <sighs> Make yourself a snack and come sit yeah, back hot down. Dog. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually really, I quite like The Irishman. Um, Rob, when I sit to watch I, a movie, I'm watching the movie. Oh, that pisses no, me you know, off going
2: to, when people do you're that. You're going
1: to the theater checking your damn text messages in the, in the theater. You're not there to watch a but movie.
2: But my ass is still in that seat the whole time. I will not get there. up to pee nothing.
1: Sitting around playing grab ass on the phone instead of watching a movie.
2: <laughs> well, if you would just sit one seat directly next to me, maybe we can play a little grab ass. But that's
1: I'm not sitting next to anybody. It. Weirdos, get away from me! I wear two coats when I go to the movie, so I can put one on either side. Rob, have you heard of the popcorn trick? Oh, I know about the popcorn right, trick. Please, I'm gonna, I'm
2: gonna leave it there. I'm gonna master the
1: popcorn trick.
2: There's a woman present. I'm gonna leave it there. <laughs> he said I'm the master You're of the You're welcome pop porch.
3: to our listening <laughs> audience. He just said he's the <laughs> master of
2: the... <laughs> I didn't even catch that. Oh, man. that's was... Wow, Rob. Okay. I didn't know. Holy shit. Um, um, <laughs> anyway, that was funny. Um, no, I I just refused to watch a fucking three-hour movie. I won't do it. And you practically made me <laughs> fucking do it. And I was mad. I
0: like
1: long movies, I think.
2: Ah uh-huh, No. I...
1: A lot of my favorite movies are long. I, I just... I don't mind it. You know, if the movie's entertaining enough, I want to spend as much time in that world as I can.
2: <sighs> yes, I guess. But, I don't know. I, I just... <sighs> Isn't that with sequels of four? No.
1: What? Are they going to make a Zodiac 2? That'd be stupid.
2: Oh, well, I mean... <laughs> I don't know. And they
1: wouldn't get, you know, Fincher wouldn't come back to make it, so they'd get, like, you know, Rennie Harlan or somebody
2: to make it. <laughs> you know what, though? In all honesty, as much as I'm bitching about the time, come to think of it, when we did, we actually did an episode on Helter Skelter on on this show, and um... Who the hell was on that episode? I know it was Dismay, and I can't remember who, who, who else. Maybe Bobby, I don't know. It had to be Bobby. So, um... Actually, no, I I don't know who the on. Point is,
1: was it Crap Pants? <laughs> whatever that
2: guy's name was, Corner Pocket. I don't know, maybe. Yeah,
1: yeah, Corner Pocket. Whatever. I know it's CP song. <laughs> quite
2: possible. <laughs> you got Crap Pants. Quite possible. By the way, um, Dismay's main argument with that movie, she never liked anything good either. Quite like you, Rob. Um, but she she said that there was oh this was missing and that was missing and this is and my answer to her was well, how long do you want the movie to be? and you know i guess that's a catch 22 for what i'm saying right now because you know like i credit them for everything they did that's why i'm not i i just want to be clear i'm not saying it all is bad or i don't like it or anything i respect the trouble that they went through cuz they were as thorough as they and authentic as they could possibly be and you if you could even if you don't like the movie you got to respect that at least and you know they did that you know like helter skelter there was a ton of shit missing and they could have made it a longer movie, you know, but it's like, where do you draw the line? And I think they got as much of the important stuff in, and there's a lot of it. And, you know, like, I, kudos to them for doing that, too.
1: I, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know what you take out. I mean, I, I don't think that um, anything that is in there can really be, be taken out. Because, he, you know, it's telling two stories, also, this movie. Um, Yes, there's the story of the Zodiac killer in the investigation, but it's also taking a step back to look at these these men who are obsessed with catching the Zodiac killer.
3: There's that ripple effect where you see the impact that these headlines and Mm -hmm. this news cycle had on the people who were interacting with it. And I think that's something Zodiac does very well, very, very well. Yeah, yeah.
1: And, you know, you've got like Mark Ruffalo's character who keeps trying to get back out, who keeps trying to get out of it. But he keeps getting, you know, like, uh, much like Al Pacino, he just keeps getting pulled back in, you know? And, uh, you know, and um, Jake Gyllenhaal, his character's just, uh, he just keeps spiraling deeper and deeper. You know, and then you've got guys like uh, Robert Downey Jr. who covered the story for a few years and couldn't care less. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you know, it's it's yesterday's news. And he keeps looking at, at Graysmith and saying, what are you getting out of this? Like, why, you know, why are you doing this? Yeah. Um, But, you know, that's a, an interesting, I think, take on that, too, to look at, at why these, you know, these certain guys, at least, can't let this thing go.
2: Yeah. I I'm not mad at this movie at all. It's just, it's something different. Than what I was expecting, and yeah, I guess you know because I I will sit and rewatch this because I got lost a couple times because like I said I was doing some other things while I was watching this and it's see look at Jay, grab ass in <laughs> I wasn't grab I, okay I was grab assing a little bit but I stopped grab assing because I quickly realized <laughs> that you know this is not the movie that you can grab ass with because you got to pay attention <laughs> so I do plan on rewatching this eventually. Not in its entirety again because it's a long fucking movie, but um, now, like, kind of like what Kat was saying earlier, you go in knowing what it is, you can handle it a lot better. So, I'm I will, I plan on doing that. So, uh, yeah, I, will... I
3: appreciated it so much more. Uh, on the rewatch, all right, yeah, I, I will rewatch
1: expected. it again soon. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> To sit
2: Where do you find this right time? <laughs> here. I was just going to say, a three-hour movie is not like an hour and a half. You're watching two regular movies.
1: What else do I gotta do? We got to do? We got a pandemic going on. You can't go anywhere.
2: <laughs> you can't be Mr. Popcorn tricking all the time.
1: No. <laughs> no, you can't do that. That knows what you get. You
2: know, Cat, as dark of a hole as this is to go down, Rob did say he enjoys going to the movies alone. Yeah. So... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you're master. Oh no, that the, the huh.
3: two implications together are a little bit troubling. Yeah, <laughs>
2: Lord Almighty, gee, yeah. what?
1: I get my popcorn. They're like, "You want butter?" I'm like, "Yeah, hey, I got my own."
2: <laughs> oh no, you. D- <laughs> you know what? Hold on.
0: Sweet Jesus,
2: what's wrong with you? <laughs> what's the matter with you?
0: That
1: uh,
2: that, that I just, is,
1: I said what I said, man.
2: Cat, I... <laughs> uh, you have you didn't get to know Bobby Spitzer. That That's the Bobby Spitzer line right there if I've ever heard one. Good lord. Oh, shame. I, f- I feel like I need a shower. Shame on... You
3: <laughs> need a third glass of wine. You're, you
2: need a bottle. <laughs> what the hell? Anyway, I, I'm really mad I made that joke. God, fuck, that backfire <laughs> quickly. <laughs> Damn it. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, one more thing I wanted to I want to mention, because I don't think we spent enough time with it. Man, that that scene with the woman on the side of the road and and that baby and all that. Dude, that that was one of the best scenes I've seen in a long time. Yeah. And like that was the subtlety of it. That like all that was like, see, that I wanted more of that. That right there, a couple of more spots would have been fucking perfect.
1: Yeah, I mean that was absolutely terrifying. Yeah. You know, like I, she gets in the car and he goes, oh, I didn't know you had a baby. Yeah. You know, um, and then, you know, what's he say? I'm going to before I kill you, I'm going to throw your baby out the window.
3: And then there's that Jesus. one shot where she's like asking about the baby and, you know, the guy didn't know that the guy that found her didn't know she had a baby. And yeah. it, it like it pans over to the bush and you don't know whether or not you're about to see a baby that's been thrown out of a car window <laughs> or, yeah. you know, a, a baby that has survived. And yeah. there's there's just, like, that split second where it's it's very, very tense. Yeah, because
2: yeah. I assume, and, and it was the way he said it. Like, he said it like he was asking her what she wanted from Dunkin' Donuts. You know, like, mm-hmm. it was so nonchalant. So the subtlety of it, man, was what made it even better. And then, like you, like you said, you cut and you didn't even have to see anything which is the the greatest part. I think that was genius, too. They didn't show you anything more from that point on. You just got picked back up there. And, I mean, yeah, I assumed that he threw that baby out the window. I was like, oh, my God. And, you yeah. know, it, that was... Th- that that right there, man, was fucking... That that was, like I said, one of the best scenes I've seen in the movie in a long time.
1: Yeah, they did a really great job with that. Um, and, you know, and, and again, it's... It's not scary in the horror movie sense, but it's scary in the sense that that happened to that lady. Mm-hmm, yeah, you know, I mean, that really actually happened to this woman. Um, and you know, was it was it really uh, you know the Zodiac killer? I I don't know uh, whether it was really him. I don't I don't remember if they were able to conclusively tie that to him. Um, although they must have it to, to some degree, because I think that was part of it. They didn't want to put anything in the movie that wasn't um reliably tied to the the actual killer himself.
2: Right. Yeah.
1: Another you know, thing because he claimed that there were various letters that came in that claimed a number of different killings that they were never able to to link to him one way or another.
2: There were a few that they said that they were proven he didn't do. Right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, and yeah, they do mention that in the movie too. Yeah, there were a few where they were like, you know, we've already we've already got the guy for this. Right,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um and, and stuff like that, uh, you know, and and but it's again, it's such a, a difficult case to sort out because, you know, are are all those letters from him that they got? You that know, too. know, yeah. it's just so difficult. And you're talking about the, the late 60s to, you know, mid 70s or whatever, uh, you know, they can take it to a, a handwriting analysis and stuff. But the, the I don't know that the forensic investigative, you know, science, whatever it is was is up to par to handle a case like this at the time
2: yeah yeah i mean all that stuff is has to be taken into account you know it's all there god bless that police force having to deal with that bullshit though good lord
1: right i know like when they opened up that tip line and it just call after call after call you know (laughs) oh (laughs) And then they show him talking to some of those people, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, he started working here, and he got his foot crushed in a machine, and then two <laughs> weeks later, the killer started happening. You think coincidence? A coincidence?
2: Coincidence, <laughs> I yeah. think not. Maybe. There's a limping bandit running around shooting people.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then one lady, she's like, hey, and then I cut all their hands off. <laughs> so the killer didn't cut off anybody's hands.
3: And the when uh the one woman is talking about the uh the murder weapon and she's like a gun and they're like are you sure and she's like no it was a hammer yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: um I mean yeah that just you gotta imagine that's gonna bring out all the nut jobs
2: it goes to but I mean imagine being on the like we everybody I think when you talk about true crime stuff and especially all these famous serial killers like Zodiac killer you always talk about the killer like I don't think the the police on the other end of that shit get enough shine of that. Like, God, man, like not knowing where to begin as it is. And to the point where you're walking past this guy in the middle of the crime scene and you don't even fucking know. And you got all this shit being handed to you. It's like, well, what the hell? What's real? What's not? What's up? What's down? And they got to sort the shit out. Like, it's it is no shit. Like, I, I would be shocked if this ever was solved. Like I'm not surprised that something like this and as ballsy as he was about it, like, it's crazy. It, it, it what, how do you figure it out, you know? Like, there's so many things going so many different ways.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think we'll ever know 100% nah. at this point. No,
2: no. It's too, yeah. much, too much time is gone. It's just it's crazy. That poor mail opening lady, though. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> lady,
1: yeah. I hate going to work every day and open my boss's mail. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Get fucking bloody clothing and all this shit. Yeah. Poor lady. But guys, is there anything that we haven't mentioned? We kind of, we went off on this. This episode is going to be as long as the damn movie.
1: (laughs) I'm trying to think uh, for a second. I I think the version that I watched, did you guys watch it on Amazon Prime? Yeah. There's a, maybe I missed it somehow. I was watching the movie, but... Did it have the scene with uh, everybody wearing the buttons that say "I'm not Paul Avery"?
3: No, it it cut to the uh, to the gun range after where uh-huh. like there's there's the comment about it, you know, where you could make a fortune selling these things. But no, that scene was I'm. Is glad that, 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 that I'm not di- hallucinating? That yeah, scene. is that in a director's cut it. or something? It's gotta be because yeah. I didn't. I looked for it. Um, Yeah, because
1: that's that's a great scene. And then eventually Robert Downey Jr., who's playing Paul Avery, grabs one and
0: puts it on.
3: Which I think is maybe why I remember, because I huge robert downey jr fan like yeah. i remembered that scene very distinctly i was looking forward to it and it, it was like one of the few scenes i like very distinctly remembered yeah. so keep that player.
1: keep that in mind mikey somewhere out there there's a longer cut oh that you can no, watch. that's that's great.
3: what's the runtime on that one
1: yeah i have no idea i didn't realize that there was a, a cut a different cut until i didn't see that scene
2: jesus christ yeah no i'm oh. no no that's not happening <laughs> Like I said, I, look, you guys, I already said I'm going to rewatch the damn thing again, all right? Leave me alone. Like, I'm not going to watch longer.
3: If you're going to watch it anyway, like, what's the extra, if you're committing to, like, two and a half hours, yeah. the extra 15 yeah. minutes or whatever. <sighs>
1: Maybe. Yeah, right? I mean. Maybe. Maybe. There is a director's cut. Oh, great. That's good to know. I'm trying to find a runtime on it. Oh. <laughs> No, it says runtime, two hours thirty seven minutes, but that That can't be right. No. Huh. That's not right at all. Um Hmm. Well there is a director's cut anyway. Oh. Well. I, I don't I don't see a runtime on it though.
3: But two hours and forty two minutes.
1: Oh. That's an extra five minutes.
3: It's yeah, five minutes. It's not even as long. Sounds like... That's I thought it would be. Sounds like it's that yeah, one Yeah, I was just say, it was that one fucking <laughs> that just, scene.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The studio was fine with the long runtime, but like, we got to get this Paul Avery button scene out of here. And extra
3: five minutes, just yeah. as a deal breaker. God
1: almighty. I also love the scene where they go to the bar. Uh, together um, uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Jake Gyllenhaal and he orders that blue blue drink with the umbrella and stuff and they're talking and he's this can't go unmentioned what the hell are you drinking (laughs) and then it cuts to them having drunk uh, just a ton of
0: them
2: (laughs) hey man that that happens I've been lured into those fruity drinks and I'm not ashamed to say I did I do enjoy a fruity drink they're
1: tasty. So, yeah, sometimes they're really good. I, I used to go with my friends in college. We'd go to the bar, and the first drink of the night, we would ask for the girliest drink they had. Oh, God. And so we would get those kind of drinks that were all pink with umbrellas and fruits and stuff, and a lot of times they were delicious. Does a tequila sunrise count as a girly drink? No, that's a, that's a good drink, a tequila sunrise. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, you're fine. anything with tequila in it can't be considered too girly. That's
2: true. That's true.
3: Even if it's pretty with layers? Yeah. <laughs> that
2: yeah, makes, I mean, Those are the ones know. that sneak up on you, too. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. no oh, joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and all that sugar in it. Yep, you don't notice a damn thing.
1: Everything, you're going to have a hangover the next Oh, time.
2: yeah. <laughs>
1: you got to be careful with those. Yeah,
2: you, you don't notice a damn thing until yeah, your you're... face is pressed up against the toilet seat <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck?
1: Yep, yep, I have, I have been there. I do like my tequila. And, uh, you know, a lot of times I sit there and I'll be just watching TV, drinking some tequila, don't feel a thing, and then I go to stand up to go to the restroom or something like holy! Shit. <laughs> there
3: it is. <laughs> oh
2: man, I just picture Rob drunk as hell and his drawers were rubber around the TV. Oh, <laughs>
0: that's man.
1: A, that's a
2: that's a good night in the Humphrey household.
1: That yeah, is, that's living a good life right there with <laughs> a nope.
2: big old bucket of popcorn.
1: Yeah, you know
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, anything else to mention? Please, God, no
1: uh i don't think so i think we covered this one all right you guys got a you guys got
3: a score for it oh
2: boy a portnoy
3: i i I would give this uh of like a an 8.7 like it's i i wouldn't put it up to nine i usually like nines and tens are things i reserve for for things i can watch like over and over and over and over again and again the runtime on this in terms of rewatchability is a little bit prohibitive like I enjoy it when I rewatch it but it's not going to be a regular viewing experience for me which kind of keeps it from that 9 but it's good like critically it's very good there's not a lot to pick apart uh,
2: damn man that, that, that's a high one Rob where are you at? I know you're probably about higher than that
3: I
1: am a 9 oh being Point
0: seven. I got a small puff.
1: Yeah, yeah. Four point higher. What the yeah. hell? Yeah. Nine point seven. Damn. Um and I take it I, it loses point three because um I I recognize that the the plot gets a little convoluted and you can sort of lose your path if you're not paying attention along the way. Yeah. Um uh, but I've seen it so many times that I uh, I'd never lose my way in the movie anymore. But I, I understand how people can do that. But to me, it's a a nearly perfect film.
2: Damn. All right. Uh, You're really not going to like me. All right. (laughs) I already don't like (laughs) you. Good good to know. Um, I'm not going to disrespect it, but you guys are up there. I mean, Rob, you're you're damn near at a perfect 10. I will give this a 7.8. That's not terrible. It's not bad. It's not. Bad. I mean, you I mean, guys made yeah. me feel bad, though. Is my point. You're way too low. <laughs> if but... you had gone first, it would have been, you know. Yeah, I, I, hopefully, I'd have made a you guys feel bad. seven. <laughs> seven point eight. That's not. That's almost an eight. Damn it. Not bad. Yeah. Not wrong with a solid eight.
1: It's an awesome movie.
2: Yeah, yeah. Just a little too long. Uh, that's my knock. And like Rob said, i got a little up and down. And I guess I'm part of me is also knocking it for me not looking into it enough. So. I'm no, maybe it's not fair, but neither is life, so it's 7.8. To be fair, the first
1: time this came up on This Horror Life, it was when we were doing our true crime episode.
2: Ah, oh, son of a bitch, it did, didn't it?
1: Yeah, and then <laughs> the second time that it came up, it was me asking Ghost if she had watched it yet, and not understanding why, because she claims <laughs> to love true crime and to love movies, and why she wouldn't watch a movie about something that she, I didn't understand it. She's never going to watch this movie, by the way.
2: Hindsight. Hindsight. You demanded... That that girl watched this movie. You demanded somebody to watch a three-hour fucking movie. Like nobody's got shit to do.
1: She ain't got nothing to do. What's girls doing? Oh
2: my god,
1: ain't doing nothing. She's sitting around right now, waiting on me to record with her on Sunday. That's it. That's
2: wow. <laughs> okay, is that what we do all week until Friday night? Yeah, oh. yeah. Everybody's just waiting, just <laughs> Wait waiting to
0: get get together with Rob.
2: Yeah, that 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 is exactly what we're doing rob exactly (laughs) these nuts anyway all right guys you can go check us out at slasher radio.com follow us on twitter at slasher radio don't forget to go vote oh shit the poll fuck
3: oh yeah how's that going it's closer than i'm comfortable with okay i'm being honest i don't it's 64 percent in favor of scream 2 what is with my twitter notifications (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh yeah, uh, IR yeah. Chris is up. I'm just gonna leave. Oh, at that. yeah, he's <laughs>
1: up and drinking probably.
2: Yeah, probably. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the the poll is currently at Scream oh, Two's winning, sixty four point three percent to thirty five point seven percent, and that fourteen votes at for between two thirty and three thirty in the morning is not bad. Damn. All right. Oh.
1: Also, just so everybody knows, there is no way I'm reading all these tweets. I'm just not. <laughs> wow. I'm just gonna pretend like that's not happening.
2: Okay. I mean, th- I'm gonna let you know right now there was Rob Humphrey slander in there.
1: I'm sure that there is. There always is. All right. As long I can't get a fair shake.
2: There's a popcorn trick joke waiting, <laughs> and I'm not gonna make it. <laughs> uh, I'm at Mikey's desk, Rob. Where they find the two on Twitter
1: i'm on twitter at radio rob one two three uh you can find me um on this horror life as well we do an episode every other week and that is my show of Ghost. you can listen to it wherever you're listening to slasher radio
2: and cat where are they gracing you with their presence or vice versa maybe i don't know <laughs> uh that
3: would be at cat Valor. uh Underscore in between the two, capital C, capital V O E L or O-L-E-U-R. Wow, I can't speak even. Either. She doesn't know how to spell it. I, I don't know how to spell it anymore.
2: <laughs> you know what? I, I had this ready for you, and I'm gonna play it anyway, even though <laughs> the correct Even though it, I got it wrong. Yeah, even though I got it wrong. You get one of those. <laughs> um, all right, guys, thanks for checking us out. We will be back next week. I hope it's not with Santa Jaws. We will never know. Good night, Slasher. All the best with Slasher Radio podcast.
1: <laughs> God damn! It. Well, I can't believe you give that movie a low score. I, that
2: was, you just said it wasn't that bad. I was being nice. Since when?
3: <laughs> Behind me. The, the second <laughs> it ends. <laughs> the second.
0: What the hell?
2: Good night from Slasher Radio.
0: <laughs> God damn, man.
1: Holy shit, I can't believe you give that movie its low score. I,
2: that what you I just was- said it wasn't that bad!
1: I was being nice. <laughs> Since when? <laughs> Behind <laughs> Where, the scenes. The
0: second it ends. The second.
3: <laughs> what the hell? I- I- i start giving the port noise first because I feel I'm very easily influenced, but I also feel very confident in my ratings. Like as long as I haven't heard anybody else's, I feel yeah. good about that one. Yeah. yeah.
1: I don't know. I, a, lot of, a lot of times with the ratings, I just decide, all right, I, I, I try to remember what I gave it on Letterboxd and then double it Letterboxd. to some extent. But Letterboxd, I, this is a five-star movie, because Letterbox is one through five. This was a five-star movie on Letterboxd, but I did not get a couple.
2: My God, Letterboxd. You and Letterboxd. Is...
1: Dude, that app is amazing.
2: Wow. You're like a... I don't know how you even live without You're it. You're like a female with Pinterest. Oh, Letterboxd, my God.
1: Yeah, no, Letterboxd is amazing. I'm on there all the time.
2: But yeah, my, my port noise is swayed, too. Man, Cat, you made me change mine. Last week, <laughs> it, it's easy to because you start thinking you're like, oh man, am I? Re-? You get self conscious about it.
3: Yeah, that doesn't happen to me. I, I jumped in there really fast.
2: <laughs> yeah, you went. <laughs> so you, you
3: so it didn't threw happen. your
2: balls right into the tub with that one. That was a high. I was surprised.
3: Um. Mm. Yeah, and you know what I. Th- genuinely think all of the movies that would rank higher than this for me, you guys would be mad about me ranking that high.
1: <laughs> if any of them are in the Saw franchise, I would lose my mind. We should have did uh-huh. Port Noise.
3: Three on of them. them are in the Saw <laughs> franchise. Uh, no, but I have intentionally, because we, I have to be civil to you guys, so I've been not listening to the Cabin in the Woods episode.
0: Uh-oh.
1: But, uh, oh, Cabin God. in the Woods,
3: Perfect 10. Oh, it's yeah. the only movie... Ten out of ten across the board.
1: Do not listen to that episode. It will make you lose your mind. No. I have I've, no idea what in the hell movie these guys watched.
3: I have people like uh when I said that I was uh I, I had a couple friends who listened to some episodes like right before I said that I was I was coming to do my test thing and I had one person uh who texted me at like 4 a.m. that was like, don't listen to the, the ones, when you'll get mad. Oh my that God. was like, what? It,
1: Cat, seriously, if you go back into the backlog <laughs> of Slasher Radio, there are so many terrible takes on movies, it's unbelievable.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Cabin in the Woods, all, like, favorite movie of all time. I love it so much.
1: They hate Cabin in the Woods. They hated The
3: Thing.
2: <laughs> Dude. See, I don't get that. I, I talked shit about Cabin in the Woods for, like, two months straight. <laughs> like, it pissed, that movie pissed me off so bad. That just. Cabin. In, it's
1: so good. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, it's amazing. It's it's so genius. And genius. I, But they hated it. I don't understand, like, and then sometimes they'll do an episode on a movie that I can't stand, and, and they would love it. They'd be like, oh, 30 days and night, that's a masterpiece. I'm like, that movie's a piece of uh, garbage.
2: Uh, uh, no, oh. that was dismay. That was dismay. <laughs> I did say I liked it, but i she was the one all gung-ho uh, about it. That movie sucks. Damn, man. The Cabin in the... Cat, what the... First of all... Ten out of ten. You don't have to be civil with us. I mean, listen to Rob for Crying Out loud. <laughs> But I, I, I hated Cabin in the Woods. You know, we do have to start doing some, uh, because we've never done an episode on a movie we've done already. We do have to start. Can we
3: revisit Cabin in the Woods? I
2: am ready to <laughs> I'll go to you. bat
3: for that movie. I'm ready.
2: I, I, I don't know. yeah, I, I, yeah, so yeah. good. <laughs> there's a fucking mermaid. Yes, yeah, there's <laughs> a mermaid. There's a damn man mermaid thing. Like, so, what the hell? It's a merman, yeah. It's a merman. And it's awesome.
3: And he finally, he gets to see one before he dies, but it's the thing that kills him. I love, I love Kevin in the Woods so much. It's the first movie since, and you're going to hate this. uh, You're just, these are fighting words. But it's the first movie since Scream that I think has been able to, like, accurately make fun like to poke fun at the horror franchise while being a horror movie while like painting well showing respect to the genre like they're gentle pokes there's on the whiteboard like when you pause it and they have angry molesting tree on there <laughs> that's like that's my favorite horror easter egg of all time that's so funny just,
2: ca- yeah. just kevin in the woods cosplayed old. as a horror movie okay it no. that was like no. scary movie if it wasn't funny to me no yes.
3: it was first of all it was hilarious yeah it was, it was way funnier, funnier than scary movie yeah. <gasps> yeah. like oh hands down. hell I agree. no okay
1: <laughs> i 100 no. and it agree. was
3: and it was scarier than i i'll go ahead and say this too because i'm already making enemies left and right it was scarier than the evil dead remake okay so no i don't i don't uh, agree with uh, that i do i (laughs) i would no i
1: I don't agree that it was scary it was better but it wasn't scary
3: it was both better i i had a tough time that's another one of my famous unpopular opinions was i did not like the remake of evil dead i
2: thought the remake was i would throw a grape at you right now if i could (laughs) honestly i really would how dare scary marlon come on man how no cram
3: crams also, on a related note, I have a little bit of a crush on Fran Kranz, but I do that is. Here nor there.
1: But Josh Whedon is Josh, involved Josh in Cabin Whedon. in the
3: Woods. He's yeah. awesome. That was that was back when I still really liked Josh Whedon. Also, before yeah. he did yeah. Age of Ultron, and I got mad.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, they can't all be winners. But he's still the guy who did Buffy. I mean,
3: Buffy. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: Uh, <laughs> Buffy and Dollhouse. Dollhouse. Uh, when. People ask me, like, my favorite horror TV show. Uh, I always say that Dollhouse is, because it's, like, it's treated very much like a sci-fi thing, but it's dark. Like, if you take even a second to think about how creepy the premise of Dollhouse is.
1: I never watched it.
3: It's it's about these, uh it's about the tech, someone has invented the technology to completely erase a person's mind and reprogram them for a short period of time. So you you essentially get, like, roped into this organization, this, like, underground corporation that, like, rents out human beings that have been reprogrammed to, like, pretend to be whatever the person needs for a few hours. And it was deeply upsetting, and I, like, it was not popular. Like, no one liked that show, but I think it was, like... Maybe the most disturbing thing that Joss Whedon has ever ever done.
1: That is pretty dark and disturbing. Although yeah, if that existed, really I could get me a girlfriend, Mikey.
2: You could go to the movies with me. You just don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> I- I'm sorry. I'm just still stuck on the fact that you guys said that that Cabin in the Woods is funny. The scary movie. I can't believe
1: it. Is. <laughs> the- it's much fun. <gasps>
3: The tree was on the whiteboard, and then there's that scene too where like it cuts to you know Japan having the perfect record, and then it cuts to the school children like having <laughs> successfully performed the seance, and it's like fuck you, fuck I you, love it.
1: Fuck you, I love it. So when the uh, the guy, the harbinger of doom, keeps calling, and they keep putting him on speakerphone. Speaker and
3: <laughs> Captain comedic gold. Yeah.
1: That movie's hilarious. It
2: is nowhere near scary movie. I'm sorry. When when that girl Buffy was on the stage and the guy was on the top row going, Oh, that's my girlfriend. And then the guys in the crowd, hey, that's my girlfriend too. i Hit that too. Come on, man. No way. Get out of here. I
1: alright. I will say this. I haven't seen scary movie in years.
2: You gotta watch it again.
1: In a long time. Maybe we have to do a cabin in the woods versus scary movie. Ooh, episode.
2: I'll throw hands and I'm down for it. I'm down for it. God damn. I got to get someone in my corner for that one. though. I am not about to get. Cause you guys, are, you guys mean this shit. I need help. There's no way I'm taking on the both of you. On this topic. I got to find somebody.
3: That's. That's true, because uh, Cabin in the Woods is the one that I watch on like a fairly regular basis.
2: Yeah, I do
1: really like Cabin in the Woods. It's a, it's a really funny movie. Yeah, I haven't seen yeah. it in a while. The
2: only problem is I know that Ghost really, really likes Scary Movie, and I think she said she didn't like Cabin in the Woods, but my fear is her and Kat are going to get along with fucking with us, and she'll turn on me at some <laughs> point, and I can't have that, so... That yeah, would be mutant. I don't know. I, I don't. I gotta <laughs> really think about this one.
1: I don't. Yeah, I don't know her feelings on Cabin in the Woods. I think she didn't uh, like or it. Scary movie. I know she likes scary really. movie
2: a lot. That I know.
1: We really talked about it. Um.
2: Yeah, I don't. Know. Fucking god, you yeah. guys. Oh, I can't wait to do Cabin <laughs> in the Woods. for scary. It was Woods.
1: fine. Everybody, <laughs> everybody craps on my favorite movies, The Shape of Water too. I don't know why.
3: Oh. I so I liked Shape of Water a lot. Oh, I got God. mad that it was treated. I like just the utmost amount of like critical acclaim that came out for it, and it was like just admit that you want to watch Doug Jones and fish porn. No, like, I, I don't. I, I love it. No, <laughs> I love the movie, but I'm like very upfront that I'm like that's you know I it wasn't like I I wasn't there for the artistic quality, and it's like I don't. I, I poke a lot of fun at Shape of Water.
1: I absolutely love that movie. It's my favorite movie ever. You are so <laughs> bizarre. It's, oh, it's so wonderful. It's so beautifully shot, and there's just so much going that, on there. Del, Del Toro's the a genius.
3: You're like you're making uh, like this big artistic case for it, but it's yeah,
1: because <laughs> it's a very artistic
3: movie. It's just porn. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's, it's well,
1: weird, yeah, it, it is. <laughs> it is if you're a child.
2: Between all the fish porn, Rob is sitting there going, "Ooh, the colors." What the hell?
3: Oh.
1: It's such a beautiful movie. I, I love it so much.
2: No, th- one of the only re- like
3: one of the main reasons I watched it is because I Doug Jones fascinates me and the fact that he was able to cuz he doesn't move like a human. Like yeah. all of his reactions are very alien and I I think people don't credit him as being like as good of an actor as he is because he doesn't have a lot of speaking lines in any of the things that he's in, but yeah. he's like, he's very talented. There's, oh, there's yeah. a he's lot great. of like body work that goes into
2: being a fish, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, because you're a seductive yeah. fish. There's a lot of work that goes yeah. into
1: that. Yeah, no, he's, he's great. Uh, I like Doug Jones a lot, by the way, Doug Jones from Indianapolis. Oh, ho. Yeah, that's right. You know who else is from Indianapolis? This guy right here. Oh my God. Me and Doug Jones. Just a like.
2: You know, I'm going to let you both know, alright? I, you know, I don't even know what episode this is. Oh, we're, we're running up on 200, okay? I I used to fucking sit and research, and like, I'll do a little bit of it every now and then, but for the most part I watched the movie jot down a few, few notes, and I freak ball it. I am going to prepare for this scary movie versus whatever the fuck, <laughs> Cabin in the Woods. I'm going to prepare for this episode like you guys cannot imagine.
3: I'll make you a promise. I won't prepare for it. I'm willing to oh. defend Cabin in the Woods just on things I know offhand about the movie. <laughs> like, I normally, I'm confident.
1: I normally do the same thing, Mikey. I'll, I'll watch the movie and take notes. Tonight, watching Zodiac, I didn't have to take one note. I know that movie <laughs> like the back of my hand. I was ready for it. I just sat back and enjoyed it. But I'm it.
2: talking like, I, I might have a fucking chart on my wall. Like, I'm going to go hand um, for this one. I'm letting you both know uh, that.
1: Go ahead. It doesn't matter. It ain't going to make that movie any funnier.
3: <sighs> see that's the thing i like scary movie okay uh i some of them i i liked the first one okay
1: second one um, was good no I th- no no I did no not,
3: the second one was my least oh favorite, come on like, counting five i,
1: I don't remember
3: garbage.
1: <laughs> i don't remember thinking any of the sequels were good oh
2: right
3: well, three was three was okay th- three was good. I, I seem to recall vaguely um
2: <laughs> i think everything past three was garbage I, even, I don't even remember which one three was to be honest with you Oh, I remember yeah.
3: I almost didn't watch it because I didn't like two, and then I was surprised. I was
2: like pleasantly. Three's surprised. when they were losing it. Charlie Sheen saved three. That that was the best part of three. But <laughs> Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen, damn it, yeah. That
3: that was his best role. <laughs> if Charlie
2: Sheen saved your movie, you don't have a whole lot Come going on, for. wild you. things and fucking major league? Don't don't get me started with Charlie. No, that's the only good Charlie Sheen. Two movie. and a half men. Is Charlie Sheen in two and a half
1: men? Charlie Sheen yeah, oh, was well, Two and a Half Men. Oh, the TV yeah. show. the TV, No, I, I was thinking A Few Good oh Men. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, that, that show's not funny. I, I'm
2: not going to try and defend Scary Movie 3. I mean, it was okay. It wasn't great. But I, I'm going to rope in. You guys got to let me rope in Scary Movie 2. Scary Movie 2 was really fucking good.
3: Yeah, if you want to ruin your case by bringing in scary movie
2: two, I don't
1: remember liking scary movie. Oh
2: wow, I haven't it. seen <laughs> that
1: since like The. I
2: don't know if cats allowed to drink wine when we record anymore. <laughs> Jesus, <Come laughs> on, she's, she's a little feisty, right? I like it. I, I do too. I like it. Damn, no, scary movie three. Come on, man. The 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 caretaker with the little hand. Come on, man.
1: Oh no, I hated it. No, oh
2: gross. Oh
1: yeah, I didn't <gasps> like that at all
2: let me use my and strong hand. And that is hands.
1: insensitive to little hand people.
2: I know somebody who had a little hand, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. That's chef. Oh, I can't wait for this one. I can't wait. <laughs> this is gonna be a good time.
1: What about <laughs> Cabin in the Woods versus Scary Movie versus Santa Jaws? <laughs> well,
3: Santa <laughs> Jaws is its own master. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let,
2: let, let's <laughs> you know what, let, can we just do Santa Jaws next week and fucking get it over with crying <laughs> out loud? Yes. God damn it. Uh, I've been waiting. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Cat's going to just explode on us if we don't do Santa Jaws. All right, guys, you ready to get to rolling?
0: Right. Bobby, out of jail yet?
2: I don't think he was in jail. He actually—I just
1: assumed he was in jail when he quit doing the show because <laughs> he was going to jail. No, no. Oh.
2: Shockingly enough, he is not in jail. Uh-huh. I just—I was texting with him a little bit today. He sent me some videos. I'm afraid to. Oh <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't.
1: I wouldn't open them. Well,
2: they're on YouTube, so uh. if he posted them, they'd probably be taken down by now. Yeah, that's how he sent me. Yeah, the chance. Fucking send me a Dan Marino video. The kid will send the most random thing. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Dan Marino. I don't know. <laughs> oh shit. Hang on. I gotta go um I forgot to get cigarettes. Well they're you gotta in the poop. I do not gotta poop. I will <laughs> You're be going to poop. I am not gonna poop. Uh, although I do have something slightly related to that to bring up to you guys once we start. So hang on. Oh great. Up. That's nerve wracking. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Really looking forward to the rest of this show
3: now. I'm going to grab a second glass of wine, maybe. So, I'll, <laughs> bitch. I'll
1: just sit here by myself.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see, look, I'm back already. There's no way I could have shit. shit
1: that fast. It doesn't matter, cat's gone now. Oh, well, maybe she went yeah, to poop. I don't. She said she was getting a glass of wine. I think maybe she went to poop, too. I don't know. I'm just sitting here by myself you
2: motherfuckers are out pooping. <laughs> There's no way. Even if I wanted to, and trust me, I've tried to shit fast. I couldn't shit that fast. Oh, God, dude. Remember I told you at work, like, I can't... Dude, this, see, this is why. This one guy blew up the fucking toilet yesterday. Well, at my yeah. Job.
1: Represent. <sighs> That's how you do it.
2: Dude, I walked in, and, like, I had to pee real bad, and, oh, God, if I didn't have to pee as bad as I did, I didn't, it was so bad I would have turned I almost turned around and left. <laughs> No joke, it was, I was like, God, and he was yep. still in there, too.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, that's how you do it, let everybody know.
2: <laughs> no, because now, I was waiting, too, like, I was sitting by my desk, like, I can't wait for this motherfucker to come out, who did this? <laughs> I, when he walked out, I will never look at him the same again, I'm like, you uh-huh. dirty-ass bastard, you yeah.
1: need to go to the doctor.
2: <laughs> God, is stunt man, holy shit.
1: Damn, cat passed out. Get wine.
2: I'm here. cat oh, no. blew through a whole glass of wine. See, neither one of us could have pooped that fast. He's blaming us. Nah, for No, she was
1: pooping too. You both, you both <laughs> were pooping. <laughs> leaving me sitting here by
2: myself. All right, um, you guys ready? I'm sorry. Ready. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. What's the damn for, Rob? I just—I've been ready for
1: 47 minutes. Oh my <laughs> god. Uh, you guys got? Oh, hold on. I got to go take a shit.
2: I think we'll be waiting another 47
0: minutes